0: Welcome to another episode of Opposite Ends
1: Podcast. I'm Ryan. To my left on the board is Elton. What's up? Across from me on the opposite end of the pool table is Joshua.
0: Let's get it going.
1: And to my right... Actually, no. Sadly, today, Tristan is not to my right. Uh, He's dealing with some family stuff right now, so he is actually taking uh, this episode, next episode off. But the Opposite Ends family is definitely thinking about him.
0: Yes, we are, and we're going to do our best to make up for his absence. And also,
1: happy belated birthday to Tristan, who...
0: Just turn the big uh, 60,
1: 60, 61. 61, 61, 61, yeah, The yeah. yeah. okay. <laughs> 60th was last year, we're so bad, <laughs> he's gonna love this. On today's episode, we're gonna hit on all the happenings in the wide world of sports, NBA trades, boxing, shoe deals, a little more football craziness, and of course, we're going to break down the first round winners of our first ever Christmas movie tournament.
0: Let's go. I'm excited. I'm excited too. Ecstatic.
1: As always, make sure you hit subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the ride. Elton, let's talk about the NBA. We got to
2: get into the NBA. The biggest thing that happened this past week was the big trade Westbrook going to the Washington Wizards, um, which is poetic because he's signed with Michael. He's been signed with Michael Jordan, and that's where Michael Jordan finished his career. But they swapped him for John Wall. Um, I don't think the trade is that big. I think the bigger story is why does Harden keep losing good players? Is like it Harden. Harden? Is it Harden? I don't think it's Harden. I think it's Houston. Why? What? What? Why Houston? Did
0: Houston? you think it was Oklahoma City? Ooh, uh, uh,
2: no, it was. All right. Oh, now okay. it was. <laughs> it was
0: fuck <laughs> Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma yeah, City in the middle of the country
2: because they chose the Stand wrong flyovers. player. They chose
1: uh, Westbrook over They chose Ibaka over Harden. Which is stupid. The original Thunder team had Westbrook, Durant, Ibaka, Harden. They chose to extend Ibaka and not extend Harden that money. Harden requested a trade, ended up going to Houston, which I understood from his perspective. He was sitting as a sixth man on the team. You got to chase
0: the money. I mean, they all want to get paid. And
1: he was a star. He was a great player. But is he a star? That's the big Oh, question. he's 100% a star. I mean, he's the best okay. player
0: on the Houston Rockets before and after the trade. Better he, question. He's
1: a top five player of the last decade. Is he a
2: superstar? Will he be in the class of, LeBron. of the best
1: guards? No. Oh no. Okay. He, he reminds me a lot of T-Mac.
0: Like, wow, that's a T-Mac good T-Mac is a better
1: player, but they're just dominant scorers. Both injury
0: prone. I mean, listen, this is the most interesting, least interesting trade I think I've seen in a long time. I mean, they literally... They Both both teams traded their player for the exact same player.
1: The irony, though, is I think John Wall is a better fit with Harden than Westbrook ever was.
2: No, if you are a player that wants the ball, you are not a good fit with James Harden.
0: <laughs> I mean, they both have extensive <laughs> injury <up> histories. <laughs> They're both poor, long-range shooters. Um, I mean, really, both contracts are pretty debilitating for either team. That's why it was a pretty even swap there. I think the difference in contracts was less than $500,000. Um really i think the only upside here is just new face new team you know both teams get a little restart both players get a restart and i think that's the goal in this whole trade is can all four parties come out of this better than we are today and i think they all agree they can and i think harden doesn't well harden wants Harden's out of houston like not even not yet. showing wants, up to practices Harden wants to go to brooklyn to he coach. wants to go to philly he's out i mean
1: <laughs> kevin Drant made some comments today like I'm not worried about James Harden. He's not on my team. Like, I don't care. I don't, don't bring him up anymore. I don't know why anybody would want him.
2: I, I think the trade was great for Washington. Really bad for Houston. Because you've got James Harden who wants to leave. If he ends up leaving, you're left with a John Wall who is beyond his prime, I feel like. Well, he's
0: injury. two years younger than But he's, he's so injury prone. He's been hurt. Yeah, yeah, he's been hurt so much. I mean, and, Washington is getting the healthier player.
2: And you got Russell Westbrook, who plays with an intensity every game. He's going to fill the seats. The pockets will be lined by the owners. You think he's
0: a good fit for Bradley Beal?
1: Yes. I mean, defensive-wise. Russell Westbrook needs the ball in his hands, just like Harden needs the ball in his hands. Right. And he can create for Bradley Beal. That's okay. yes. a good fit with him.
2: I'm I'm ecstatic. So I'm ecstatic he, for Harden because um, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I want to run down the list of players that he chose to play with, but then did not succeed. We're going with Chris Paul. Okay. Right. One one of the top guards ever to play the game.
0: Yeah, but also one of the hardest players to play with.
2: Well, that's debatable. Uh, We got Russell Westbrook. Okay. Um, Extreme athlete. Kevin Durant, which is not really his fault.
0: Top three three player in the league. I'll
2: give you that. Oh, easy. Um, This is not really a player, but a very Hall of Fame coach. Mike D'Antoni, yep, okay, didn't win with him here. Carmelo Anthony, another Hall of Fame player, Hall of Fame Hall of Fame player.
1: They're the same player. End of he's, his prime, it's just like a End better of version of him.
2: He went to the Blazers and was able to
0: rehab really his perform. career. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: a little bit, I think, of an outlier just because he had to basically. He's,
0: he's kind of a league shut off from. He's kind of Carmelo. a gadget player in Portland too. I mean, it wasn't until the playoffs that he actually kind of stepped up and.
1: Well, he's playing more like what he did in the Olympics. Yeah. yeah. Like, his whole role in the Olympics was float between three and four. Like, he's that big body guy that can space you out. Right. And he's playing pretty well in Portland. But that's also because he's a third or fourth cast member.
0: So, Elton, you think Washington won the trade,
1: Ryan? For sure. Uh, just because we haven't seen Wall, I'll lean toward Washington. But Houston loses in the end because they lost Westbrook. They lost their coach. They lost their GM. Their star wants out because he's a... Pain in the ass to deal with.
0: My question is Who started the issues last year? Was it Westbrook? Was it Harden? Or was it Chris Paul? It's Harden. It has to be Harden.
1: I'm already like, the more we talk through this, I'm walking back my thought about it being Houston. It's Harden. Harden's a problem.
0: I think Houston's a problem.
1: I don't think
2: so. Harden has too big of an ego that does not fit his talent.
0: Well, we're all going to say five years from now, Houston's a problem when they're left with arguably john wall nobody else
1: so i saw a stat that said <laughs> he was talking about michael jordan the time that he took off from his last championship the Bulls. in the bowls where he went to play baseball. Come back yeah. that was a smaller gap than john Wall's last game till now god so michael jordan took off longer to play baseball than john wall has last played his game wow it's crazy that's a crazy stat Wow. By the way, Giannis has not signed the Supermax. He has
0: not. I don't think he will. Come to I Dallas, think he's gonna play this season. To Dallas, I think he's gonna play this season to see where they end up. Come to Dallas. Dallas super no, team. You say Dallas enough. Team
1: he'll start Europe. to think team Do you Europe. want him here? Oh, absolutely. Gosh. Really?
0: Luca back to back MVP. Giannis. That would be crazy. They it, would each be. Other. it
1: would yes. Yes. Yeah, they complement
0: each other. They would easily attract a number, a number three. Their number three I, is KP at that point. I, I don't know if we keep KP to get that done, though. I think that's an argument to be had. Um, not would to you, mention KP is just as in there as John Wall is. So. True. I mean, is KP even a uh, additive at this point yeah, on the we Mavericks? Need
1: these Europeans. We
0: need Team Europe here in Dallas. <laughs> well, then let's go get Jokic. true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sold. Like, what do you need? <laughs> I actually thought we were going to go after him. Yeah. Uh,
1: Denver would be crazy to give him up. Unless, Denver is like the most slept on but team. But remember, we're
0: in yeah. a league where teams don't dictate trades. Players do. Well,
1: their star is yeah, not a Europeans guard. Europeans don't demand trades. That's true. Because Europeans are kids.
0: good, classy players.
1: No, that's not what I mean. But like these guys grew up playing with each other in the AAU. It's not like that in Europe. Like it's yeah. a very professional mentality in Europe. This is all debatable. I would love to no, get into jump it. jump in it. I love it. Well, you, I
2: completely, for sure, for players controlling where they go. For sure.
1: I think within reason. But yeah, I mean, I, the this is player a player's game. thing is
2: a big deal. The, the player's bringing the money. Why can't they decide where they want to go? Where they want... Because
0: who, if we've learned anything through any of these leagues, look at the top four leagues in this country. It's baseball, it's hockey, it's NHL, and it's NBA. Okay. I mean, sorry, NFL and NBA.
1: And then the challenge.
0: And then the challenge. But when you look at the top <laughs> four and how they've argued and negotiated their player union contracts with the leagues... It's chaos. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, it's just utter embarrassing when you look at some of the deals they make. Players don't make decisions for a reason. There's a reason you have an owner. There's a reason you most often have a GM. There's a reason you have vice president of operations, vice president of player personnel. It takes an organization to make a machine run. When people talk about Baltimore Ravens and how great of an NFL team and organization they are, they don't talk about it because the players are organizing and dictating how things are done. It's about how it's done from the top down. Just like any good corporation, it starts at the top. You can't have people in the middle or bottom telling the top how to run an organization. That's why there's so many problems when you let these players dictate trades. Look at Houston. It's
1: not the same as a corporation, though. You're right. You're here's right. Thing, if,
0: The biggest asset is not at the top. No, it's not. That's it's not. the difference.
1: Okay, hold on. If I'm an employee,
2: I would like to choose where I want to work. Right, I don't want to go to the Charlotte Hornets when I know the ownership or the corporation runs their processes or whatever they do. Well, Sucky. Okay, I want to be able to go to the. Okay,
0: but you do, you do get to decide Indiana when your contract's Pacers. up. Yeah, just, and they they do when their contracts up, they no, should be able no, to decide. I mean, look
1: at the Anthony Davis; he forced his way out. Yeah, you see this stuff happen. Carmelo Anthony was in Denver. Said, "I only want to play in New York." Okay, well, what do we do? We've got you under contract for
0: two more years. You're not going to want to play. You're not going to be happy. They don't
1: have any assets that we want, so instead we have to trade you to this shitty franchise to get bad players back and set ourselves back, or we have our stars super unhappy. Because the asset is the star. This, you're only talking about 1% of
2: the league. What's
0: more important, the health of the league or the health of the team or player? The health of the player. is the more player important brings- than the league. Yes. You, you can never in, allow one player to be bigger than the... That's
1: what NBAs are, have already done, has always done. You do sound a little bit like Jerry Reinsdorf right now. I,
0: it, let's be real.
1: Players don't win championships. Organizations win championships. And Michael I, Jordan's I, sitting there going, uh, player <laughs> wins championships. Really? Because
0: he didn't win much until he got Scottie Pippen, and then he got his other players around him. And
1: then he, players Yeah, you get your
2: star, and then as a good ownership...
0: Okay, well, they got their star people, through the draft. Yeah,
2: you get their stars. You get the but stars. But you aren't for that. You get you're not
0: for the draft.
2: I am for the draft.
0: but the, we've, You just the said employees should be able to decide where they work. You're right. Okay, then you're not for the draft. Okay. See, this that's is fair. a problem. That's fair. I, that's fair. Okay, that's so fair. what then happens is you end up having one or two teams in every different league dominating.
2: Because the ownership Lakers is
0: really good. Listen, we're going to debate all day about this. I've got something that we're not going to debate about. Okay. Floyd Mayweather has agreed to fight... Logan Paul, Jake Paul's brother. Jake Paul, you might remember, just a couple weeks ago, defeated Nate Robinson in the ring. Some people questioning whether there was borderline racism by the way he knocked him out. We won't get into that. But Floyd Mayweather, arguably pound for pound, one of the greatest boxers of all time, is agreeing to an exhibition match against a non boxer, an Instagram YouTube star. Great movie. Yes, I love and it. And I'm sure There's we all will be entertained. Idea. Especially if you go on now and you subscribe to the pay per view event for February and you get it for $29.99.
1: But only do that after you subscribe to Obsidian. Yes. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, right now, Mayweather's open as a f- minus 5,000 favorite. You'd have to bet $5,000 to win 100 And I cannot wait to see the people that bet millions on this fight to win $5,000 because it's going to happen. There's an idiot out there. That's going to put a huge sum of money on Floyd Mayweather to win. And he'll, he will. There's no question. I think when you look at it, Paul has six inches in height, four inches in reach over Mayweather It's not going to matter.
1: I mean, it's probably the most legitimate fight Mayweather's had in the last 15 years of his since Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly. Well, Connor's a celebrity fighter.
2: And the only reason why that one lasted as long as it did because that felt like Floyd respected Connor in some instances. What he brought to the table, the millions and millions of dollars he got from it, Logan's going to bring the same. There's some respect no, there. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Similar. Okay. Not
1: as much. Yeah, no, not he's going as much. in for a knockout. Any chance that he gets, he's going to... Because Mayweather's style is tap, tap, tap. Step back, step back, step back.
0: Mayweather tap, tap. came out and said, Logan Paul, Jake Paul, and what's going on in boxing right now is good for boxing. Therefore, he's not going to come in and knock him out because then he ex- personifies the joke in which most people think boxing's becoming. He will let it go for a while. Now he's not going to lose. Don't get me wrong. And if Logan Paul comes in what hard I'm at him,
1: is Logan Paul, I think, is going to try and go hard at him. Oh, for sure. He's just going to oh, rampage yeah. on him. Who
0: doesn't want to knock out one of the best pound for pound fighters? And if I mean, he gets
2: hit, like. I saw the Conor and uh, Mayweather fight. I remember when Conor got a clean hit on Mayweather. It's That's what then. I remember. Conor lost. Great. But if Logan gets a clean hit
0: on Mayweather... Now, you, now you're trying to make the argument that Logan Paul has the same hands as Conor McGregor? He
2: doesn't. That's the point. It's okay, only well, going to hurt
0: Floyd. No. It's, it's
2: only going to hurt Floyd.
0: Conor McGregor, even though he wasn't a boxer, still had great hands. He still yes. has... Huge power in his punch. It's what he was known for in the UFC, right? So him getting a chance to hit Floyd is way different than Logan Paul getting a chance to hit Floyd.
2: You're only making my point. How you, you are right that although Connor doesn't have the same hands as Floyd, don't ever lead to the argument. You are right, to Josh. It's the worst. <laughs> see how it no, confused, confused me? It confused me. Once Connor hit Floyd, although Connor's hands is not as accurate and as good as Floyd's, Connor still hit Floyd. Right? I get that. Logan doesn't have any fighting experience. Okay. So if Logan gets a clean hit on Floyd, that's only going to hurt Floyd because he's not any he's type an of professional. He's, a oh, he's
0: an amateur. You didn't mean hurt Floyd physically. No. Oh, okay. That, clean, we were not on the same wavelengths. Like he I thought you meant he has a chance to stuff. knock Floyd out. No. Okay. If he
2: hits him and turns the 90 degree angle, the hit spit all
1: flies out. Yeah, yeah. bro. That's going to only hurt Floyd.
0: I think Floyd's learning that entertainment sells. And so you I think don't. He's
1: learning that. I think he's mastered no, he that, that. <laughs> yeah.
0: in a different way. He knew how to hype a fight, but when he got in the ring, it wasn't for entertainment. He wanted to win. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying here is he thinks this is good for the sport he's of the boxing. Side. So now he's stepping into the ring as more of a wrestler. In my mind, he's there to entertain people. the glass shatter. Yeah, I just stone cold <laughs> runs <Steve>, out. <down. laughs> you know, we all agree Floyd Mayweather's not losing, right? Are no, we in
2: agreement
1: not, with that? He's not going to lose. <laughs> no, he can't, he, can't know, okay. he can't afford it. He can't afford it. I don't gonna even go, know. He's going to go eight rounds. going to be so boring. I don't know how
0: many rounds it is. Is exhibition eight? Whatever the
1: maximum is yeah. is what he's going to do. No, he, he won't does. let it go. He Logan, won't let it go the whole
0: way.
2: He, Logan won't be able to even go three rounds without being <laughs> exhausted.
0: But That's the cardio advantage. That Yeah, that's that's the, 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 the big master. difference.
2: And he's just going to pick them apart. Just tap, tap,
0: that tap. That was probably the most impressive thing about watching the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight was...
1: Kind of got gassed.
0: He got oh, yeah. gassed, but the way Floyd evades—part of it's annoying because we want to fight. He is impossible to hit sometimes. He's the
1: best at it. Yeah, he makes himself so small, and he knows how to shift when he sees it's coming. He can do it like—it's pretty. He's unreal. Pretty remarkable. I hate to his style—it's so boring, especially when you like the heavyweight knockout. Yeah, it's not his style, but he's a phenomenal boxer, and it drives me nuts. Well. But are we going to get Tyson? So
0: that's Hollywood? what I say. If we're going to talk about dream matchups, <laughs> you know, or, or wish list of fights, is there a fight right now that you would love to see?
1: A wish list of fights? Yeah, I'd love to see. Well, I was thinking about going political. I'd love to see like a political battle of like
0: Rocky and Apollo.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. But, Pelosi and. Mitch McConnell. Or Trump versus Biden. Trump versus Biden. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to see any of that crap. I love that. I love that. It'd be a nightmare. I would love to see like intra-sport or, uh, you know, when you see like a football player fight an NBA player and all these want to be tough guys that are out there. You know what?
0: You bring a good point. Hockey is the only sport where they allow them to let their emotions flow and fight and duke it out. There's probably a lot of inner sport issues between, you know, NFL players wanting to fight each other. Uh, basketball oh, players really they each I other.
1: Uh, Golden Tate and uh, Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> Golden, T- Go- so okay. Golden Tate They've was duked it out twice for, now. Well, yeah, because Jalen Ramsey is the... Uh,
0: Face mask dra- grabbing no, guru. He
1: He was dating Golden Tate's sister. Nice. Got oh, her, is that what
0: started it? Got
1: her pregnant and then left her for a stripper. Let's go. Damn.
0: <laughs> this is the shit I want on oh, yeah, reality TV. Like more, yeah, yeah, there's see? way more to it. The fuck people watching on <laughs> Bachelorette and Desperate Housewives, I mean, that's that's reality. Give yeah, me that all day. I'll fucking watch that shit.
1: I would love to watch a fight of those guys. Oh, knowing the
2: backstory? Oh, that would be amazing. I don't know how I didn't know
0: that. I didn't either. Yeah. It's kind of like the uh, backstory between uh, Curry and... Uh Curry's now married to Doc Rivers' daughter, but before that, Seth she, Curry. Seth Curry. Well, yeah. I said Curry.
1: Seth. Yeah, before that, she was with Paul George. She was with Paul George. And then he
0: cheated on her with the
1: stripper. Hold He's on. The NBA guys <laughs> the strippers, <laughs> right. what the, the strippers won.
2: And hold on. Seth Curry. Seth
0: Curry, who was on the Mavericks.
2: Got it. I know who that is.
0: Is married to Doc Rivers' daughter,
1: who okay. was previously dating Paul George, who, so, is hold the, on, who was Doc Rivers's Rivers' brother. Yes. I mean, sister. Sister. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Which is even crazier is that Doc Rivers coached Paul George last year on the they Clippers. They traded
1: for him after the family drama.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Yeah.
1: Hold on, hold on. So, Paul George, I didn't hear
2: this story. Paul George, was got...
0: Paul George was serious relationship with Doc Rivers' daughter. And cheated with a... Cheated stripper. on her with a stripper. That's the way to
2: go. Way to go out.
0: She leaves. She meets Stephen Curry. Seth. Seth, Seth Curry. On. God damn it. Why is it so hard to get those names right? It's not. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Hooks up with Seth. Man. they get married yeah and then paul george ends up on the clippers and doc rivers has to coach him
2: that's probably why they had to trade him
0: well no doc rivers left oh he did yeah, yeah. doc rivers
1: no-showed in the playoffs well, and then to make it even more interesting mavs versus clippers first round. round one of the playoffs seth, Curry, seth Curry. paul george don't like each other Doc Rivers on the sideline. Doc Rivers' daughter
0: in the back in the stands watching what the, the f- game. The
1: NBA knew this. Yes. <laughs> they knew this. <laughs> this league. They
0: made sure that this happened. This league. Wow. Well, wow. I brought up the wish list kind of as a transition. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be coy about what it. What wish list? Oh, the fighting The wish list fighting wish list That we transitioned off Because of way it's Christmas season, which means I think most people are being asked, what do you want for Christmas? Or... Hey, send me a list. And my family, I've got, you know, six sets of parents, it seems like. So everybody wants to know what you want. So you got to try to put up together a list so people know what to get you. And this year, and I feel like it's on a lot of people's wish lists, is the AirPods Pro. Is that the stupid headphones? No, that's the AirPods Max or something. No. Oh, <laughs> that's a ridiculous $500 something dollars yeah, for over the AirPods? headphones. Pose? No, that was a joke. No, AirPods Pro are the replacement for the original AirPods. Um they're just better. They, they do a little bit more really good noise cancellation. Um, I know it's on my wish list. I've talked to several other people. They've mentioned it's on theirs. But I want to know from you too.
2: Why? Why? I'm coming from Samsung. I have an Apple now. I've traded. But I'm coming from Samsung. They're
0: actually really good. And they're only they're just really as good, good as most headphones out there. There's nothing special. Have you had the AirPods Pro? No. So what the hell are you talking about? But I've used them. No, you've used the AirPods. No, you're right. So, you're apples right. learn from people like you, disgruntled right. and unimpressed. People users, coming from Samsung, that's and they've seen the made these things. Before, the AirPods Pro, and
1: they're like, "Oh, I got these AirPods Pro." Ooh. Yeah. these like are mine. just like so. In all seriousness, because I was with you, I had another pair before this, and I like didn't like them. Um, I was I told you guys before we kicked off this episode that I, I was flying a lot last year, and there were times I would forget my headphones, and I would have my AirPods in my in my bag, and mm-hmm. so I'd pull them out, and you can't hear anything.
0: Cause the, the, the old noise ones, cancellation, I mean,
1: the old ones. Yeah. So they were terrible. So I got the new ones and I put them on in an airplane and I couldn't hear anything around me. Like it was really good and they lasted for hours. It was I the think the other thing that's not. cool
0: about the AirPods pro Elton is if somebody else is wearing them, you can, I forget how, what it's called for Apple's terminology, but you can connect them. Right. So it's like what we're doing right now. Right. I think that's pretty clutch. You know, if you're yes. in a room with a lot of people and you want to be able to hear somebody specifically, it's pretty sweet. And then if you watch the match here, at least recently, somehow Apple and these networks are working together and they figure out a way to broadcast through the um, AirPods. and So the players them, have the AirPods in. So instead of players wearing mics, they're just wearing AirPods. I think that's pretty yeah. sweet. Yeah.
1: Challenges is like circle. having them in the ear. Yeah. That's a different issue. It's,
0: it's different. But anyway, back to my question. Is there anything that you two really want this Christmas?
2: I'm an experienced guy. I really thought about this one, but I'm an experienced guy. And I you gonna go out with a mask on. No. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna go out without a mask on? Without a mask. I wanna go. I've been to Spain, humble brag. I wanna go back. Yeah. I love Barcelona. So I wanna Were you there for, for
0: the uh Bulls? Running with the Bulls?
2: I would have I would have not touched ground close. <laughs> Within hundred feet of, uh, no, I'm not touching a ball. What about soccer game or yeah, football so, game? So Barcelona was playing, but I chose not to go. You're an idiot. I
0: know that that, that, that that's a regret
2: it. that I have, and I want to go. So back. Now you got to make up for do it. Do so you gotta think make you're gonna get that? Like, is that a realistic gift?
0: No, not at all. Not right, right now. Not. Right that's now. why it's a wish list. Yeah.
2: And if if it
1: is realistic, I would get it for myself.
0: I love yeah. that. Yeah, I love yeah. that.
1: Dude, I I totally agree with you though. I'm all about experiences. The more you can do live in person, engaging, that's some of my favorite stuff but i'm going a little bit different i love golfing i have a major major weakness in my game putting well it's a lot of weaknesses but my one? biggest major weakness <laughs> is putting okay i used to have as a kid this little like you put it into this machine and it kicks it, Spit back it right out. back out to you so i want to get one of those it's not that crazy
0: I feel like they've gotten more advanced.
1: They do have advanced ones. I don't need an advanced one. You just want a, a putting I mat. I just want a basic one. Yeah.
0: So when I'm sitting in the working, office working whatever, diligently,
1: yeah, quote unquote. Uh yes, that's what I would like to do. Sweet. Simple. I like that. Very, Very simple. simple. You know, wow, sometimes the simplest thing in say life. Spain, like, hey, wife, feel free to get me a trip to with Spain. Spain. <laughs> I'd be open to that. I didn't think we were being realistic. I'm just thinking oh, like, I mean, okay. no, I'm I'm with you. I lottery type stuff. I also don't think the putting greens realistic.
0: Yeah. Well, what about you? I think AirPods Pro is up there, but if we're just you know saying, can you wish bring list, out your
1: list because
2: I know you got it for Santa?
0: It's on my computer.
2: Oh, okay, I, you want you want to hear what's on it?
0: <laughs> I got AirPods Pro. I've got iPad slash MacBook, but I think I'm gonna wait till next year with all the improvements they've made. I need a new MacBook. I've always wanted a really nice iPad. The way they work together now with the ecosystem is great. Um, so I, I I think I want to get both of those next year. But I don't want anybody getting them for me this year. But you know, I've got like, come on, I know you. You know, clothes. I want some, you know, more dress shirts, I want some more polos. I really like the brand Peter Millar. Um, you know, I guess ultimate wish list. I'd like some new boots, maybe get some another pair of ostrich, you know, Lacases. Oh, fancy. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: Twice Elton's trip to Spain on those. Oh, for sure. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: well, maybe if it's just him going <laughs> and backpacking. <laughs> But no, I mean I, I'm pretty reasonable, you know. I think reasonable. We're all, that seems
1: reasonable. Well, no, you
0: no. I'm giving like wish wish list. I'm just saying my list overall. I mean, I've got on here Kirkland golf clubs from Costco, Kirkland golf balls version 2.0, um, very specific, an yeah. Apple MagSafe Duo charger that just came out. It's a magnetic charger, so. It, Attached to your phone a little bit easier. I mean, I got Jack Black Turbo Wash. If you haven't ever experienced it, Dallas Stars and Dallas Mavericks at the American Airlines Center. I was
1: thinking the actor.
0: Nope. The I was uh, like, yeah. the, the, the premium seats washed? level, the premiums, the um, platinum level, all the bathrooms have always had this really good, like rosemary smelling hand oh soap. So I did some an investigation and it's it's called Jack Black Turbo Wash. And so I bought it a couple of years ago and I buy one bottle a year and it lasts me all year and it's pretty awesome. You it smells watch great. a lot
2: of infomercials. Are Do you a QVC like
1: guy? No. Yeah. You just stay up late at night and be like, I want that. I want that. <laughs> Can you give me that? 12 easy payments of nineteen <laughs>
0: ninety nine. Well, I think everybody has a wish list. But I think what's more interesting than wish lists is worst gift you've ever received. But I'm going to put a little twist on it and make it a little interesting. I know y'all aren't prepared for this, but just roll with it. What is the worst white elephant gift Ooh, you've gosh. ever received? I'm going to start because to this day I think it's just the dumbest funniest thing I've ever received. My first work party uh at my company I'm with now. Uh we did a white elephant. They said, "Hey, spend 25 plus. We like to kind of make it around 25, but that's the absolute minimum as well." So I was like, "All right." Went out and bought a badass gift. I got a um uh what do you call one of those uh, Nerf gun battles, it. the two oh, Nerf yeah. guns, really nice. Uh, everybody loved it. I get up there, it's Ooh. a big gift sitting on a table. And that, that, that's the sign, a don't white elephant. Fooled. It's a big gift. Yeah. It's not very good, uh-huh. but it had some weight to it. It's like, man, this is interesting. So I went ahead take it. I go back to my seat, open it up. It was around the world pasta. You know those big popcorn containers that come with like three flavors for oh, Christmas? No. It was bigger than that. It had eight different pastas from around <laughs> the world that you could cook with throughout the year. I was so bummed, so disappointed. I mean, I guess it was a cool gift if you really no, like making oh, pasta. Cool. But it was cool. terrible. <laughs> and nobody stole it from it. And that's the word. Like, that's how you know you got a shitty gift when nobody even looks at you to steal it.
1: No. You're, you're keeping that shit. And like, no one's going to take that. Maybe like some big Italian or something. But yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, my worst one was I got a four sample balsamic set, which I don't, what am I going to do with that? Like, I don't know what to do with that shit, but it's kind of funny. Like how I've, balsamic, as I've gotten, what, what is like, like balsamic dressing? Yeah. Like four different kinds. <sighs> like vinegar. Like, yes. Like here's the four balsamic. And apparently this is like a big thing. People dip bread and all that shit. And this Italian. It's probably Italian. All these Italians, they have the worst course, white yeah. elephants. Same right, person, I'm, I'm not sure. a boss on my guy. I'm sure it's the same probably the same person, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably same, yeah, it was a different party, but same person. It's weird. Now, the, it's funny as I've gotten older, though. Like, I used to think my worst gift would be when you get underwear and socks. And now it's like, oh, thank God, someone finally bought underwear. And yeah, socks. now I don't do as much laundry. Yeah, like, give me clothes. Yeah, I, I can't I keep rotating the same three or four pairs. Well, I don't, I get alcohol
2: on my white elephant gifts. So I don't, I, I appreciate that a lot. Worst gift? I don't really have one. I'm really um, picky. I tell them, don't give me clothes. I'm, I sent Amazon snapshots and I said, this is exactly what I want. Don't get any more than that. Don't waver. And that's normally what happens. So I'm, I'm pretty good with that. It makes it easier. Yeah. It just makes everyone
0: life easier. Speaking of easy. Let's not. No? No. No? No. Please, God.
2: Are we Let's transitioning talk about back to football? How easy it was for us to have a horrible
1: week. Oh, yeah. So must <laughs> say the
0: picks were not easy last week.
1: All right. I, it was bad. I just I don't know what's going on. I mean, I feel like we're getting worse and worse each week.
0: With more and more research. With more the more research, and more we talk about
1: it. Yeah. I we're a transparent podcast, so I'll always give a rundown of how things are going. But with that said, it's it's been a bad few weeks. Yeah. And these are the kind of weeks that make you go what am I doing? Yeah. And why am I doing this? And more importantly, why am I telling people that I'm doing this? Because that seems to be when I've gotten even worse is once we started like talking about our picks, it's just gone downhill. So there's no consistency. I can't get a
2: flow. It's like, yeah. Trying to ride a wave. You, you can't. This no, you can't. Well, I
0: knew it wasn't looking good last week when I took the bears and the under in that uh matchup first, first game out the slate. And I missed both of them. I was like, God damn it. Oh, yeah. This yeah, is never good. It was like a quick 0 for 6 on yeah. the spread and the overrun.
1: I mean, and then I saw Tristan's numbers, and I'm like, okay, this is how I know things are wrapped up. Like, <laughs> Tristan's but yet, doing better than the rest of us.
0: Yeah, the Patriots pretty much shut out the Chargers. I mean, the defense uh, got shut, 28 fantasy shut points. shut
1: out, it was 45 to nothing. Oh, my God. And the Patriots have not been very good this year.
0: I mean, like, who saw that coming? The only reason I hit the under was because the Patriots were the only team that scored. scored. Yeah. Oh, it's just uh yeah. So it wasn't a great week. Uh, I got percentages. Yeah. I, I finished at forty five percent. Elton finished at
1: uh You're being twenty eight percent, it was bad. Yeah, Elton was bad. Elton,
0: it was so bad. I think you need to rethink your approach moving forward.
2: Here's the thing. All right, story real quick. We went gambling to Winstar. We did the blackjack table and you told me how to play yep. and I was really feeling it. Yep. I have this bad streak with gambling. I was up a hundred bucks. And I'm like, yo, we got to get back on the table. I'm really feeling it. I lost 150. So I lost 100 that I gained and 50 extra. Yep. I just suck at gambling. Every single time I get the feel of winning,
0: you start losing.
2: So that's what's happened. you had a not. week where I was killing it. Yeah. I, I had Kill a killer you. Uh, week. We'll use yeah. that loosely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was. yeah, so better than the Bro,
0: you're at a 28% this week. That's okay. pretty awful.
2: I tried a different tactic this time. I'll go over it later. Okay. On the next when we talk about football. Next but episode. I think this one will this will this will
0: redeem me. Well like. Tristan's not here. Um, but we gotta give him a lot of props because he did the best this week. He finished at fifty two percent and then in third place,
1: Ryan. Yeah, with the Dirk Nowitzki, forty one percent.
0: Shout out. Usually forty one brings good luck. In this case, it did not.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, just bear with us. We're gonna keep working on it. I'm not done I'm not done picking, so this is fun. We'll turn it it's around. Like trial
0: yeah, and error. we're gonna we're gonna make up for it. Really starting with the first game start? of the week.
2: Oh yes. So let's go over the Patriots versus the Rams. Thursday
0: night football. Which we're is, back.
2: I like it. They are playing on Amazon. I feel like I have to say that now. Wait, really? Amazon and Fox. Yep. That's pretty cool. The Patriots go to the Rams. Um the Rams are a six point favorite. The over under is forty four and a half. Um Jared Goff. Goff. Did I say that right? Because mm-hmm. I really suck Goff's with names. Great. Goff. Goff.
1: Goff. <laughs> Doing
2: really well. I feel like he remains the Achilles heel for the Rams. The, um, he's on his four losses. He is, has five touchdowns and nine turnovers. And for his wins, he has 14 touchdowns and two turnovers. This is a very important game for the Rams.
0: Very important.
2: Extremely important. What does Goff have to do to win this? And who do you got?
0: He's got to overcome this Patriots defense that all of a sudden is looking like the 2019 Patriots defense.
1: While missing all the best players from 2019. Isn't that
0: amazing? Only, only, well, their best player on defense is still there. Stephon Gilmore yeah, is still, still a there. stud. Um, is it Bill?
2: It's got to be Bill, it's right? It's always
0: Bill. It's always Bill. You know, the Shut argument out, about Tulsa Bill Bray, versus Brady will never be able to truly have that argument, yeah. but there's no question Bill made Brady a better player. So, that being said... Cooper Cup, ha- or sorry, Cooper Cup, Jared Goff has some great receivers. Between Cooper Cup and Robert Woods alone, I mean, those are two really under-the-radar studs in the NFL. Throwing Tyler Higby, it's a really good wide Higbee's. receiver core. It's the reason the Rams are better on offense when they're throwing than when they're running. I mean, they've got a couple good running backs. You know, Cam Akers has been a decent running back most of this year, but he's up and down. And uh, the Patriots, they don't have a passing game. It's like the tale of two different teams.
1: Cam Newton has basically the stats you just threw up for Goff. That's his. That's his passing stats. He's five touchdowns and nine interceptions at passing. That's like unheard of for a quarterback.
0: I mean, he was doing so well.
1: I was really optimistic. all the sessions came at the beginning of the year
0: before COVID, and I wonder if the COVID symptoms that linger that we hear about are affecting. I don't know. I mean, he's got Bill on his side, and so what's missing? His receivers aren't great. That's that's part his of the receivers problem. receivers are terrible. Yeah, his yeah. receivers aren't great. Um, their running game is really him. Um, it's a, very similar to the Baltimore situation where uh, Cam's threats with his legs really opens up some of the other running backs to do their thing. And then it's the, the dunk, the dink and dunk passes, yeah. the five-yard, four-yard yeah. passes that Jared Goff sometimes falls into a trap with too. Um, the Rams can't really stop the run. New England can't do anything but run. So, yeah. I mean, advantage New England and Patriots have a pretty decent pass defense. Advantage Patriots, advantage Rams. I don't know. Rams are a more complete team. No question. Right. Golf, though, is a roller coaster. Golf's a roller coaster. It's amazing. We are at a point in the NFL right now where we thought there was going to be a passing of the torch, you know, from the old. Elite quarterbacks, you know, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, passing the torch on to the new guys, the Jared Goff's, the Carson Wentz's, the Dak, the Dak Prescotts, the Lamar Jackson, Patrick um, Mahomes. The only quarterback that's been a stud consistently is Patrick Mahomes. All these Dak, other young Dak guys are up good. and down. Yeah, I'm sorry, that's true. Um, eh, they have debatable,
2: a, but we'll, we'll carry Dak on. Dak was ne-
0: Dak was never the reason they lost. With these other guys, eh. oftentimes he's been the re- they've been the reason they lose. They're losing so. God, I just do blame it on the are we are
2: we of a the younger generation? Are we really struggling to where we can't compete with the older generation? Because that's not that's
1: that's no, the same. Not in this. this that's the same totally in
0: NBA. Not. No, I think this is just a weird year. I just think there's just so much up and down and inconsistent jargon from these quarterbacks.
1: The defenses are showing up for these two teams though. Rams, awesome defense,
0: and I think that's why I give the Rams the edge in this one. Just straight up, who's going to win the game? I like the Rams. I think the Rams are the most complete team and the Patriots offense is so bad that the Rams defense is going to give them fits. I think the Rams offense is good enough to score um, whether it's through five field goals. That could be the case. They could get five field goals and, and win 15 to six or, or what have you. Um, this is one of those games that I would probably tell you to avoid because really anything can happen if...
1: So, of course, we'll bet it, right? Yeah,
0: if you weren't sure, yeah. you, you learned it last week when New England shut out the high-flying Chargers offense with their potential Rookie of the Year candidate and and Justin Herbert. But the Rams getting, uh, what are we, at six points?
1: That's a lot, though. That's, That's a lot of points. This game, like...
0: You know what? There I had the Rams written down. Oh, no. The switcheroo. The switcheroo. Let's go. I'm going to switch it. The points scare me. Again, anything can happen. I will not bet the Rams. I won't bet the Patriots. I'll probably bet the under. If there's one thing I feel confident about, I feel confident in these defenses. The over unders at 44 and a half. So give me the Patriots because they got the points and give me the under.
2: Um, My picks were made without me and now I have to try to defend them um, without picking can them. Can you
0: explain a little yeah, bit understand. more <laughs> to the, the people? Hold on.
2: I want to explain it next week so that if I come out on top, it's gonna be my winning, my winning thing. I do. Well, I'll explain it. I literally um, put two teams in a cup, shook them up, and pulled one out. And I pulled the over and under in a cup. So um, my pull hey, was, you know
0: what? It can't be worse than twenty eight percent. It can't be. It can't be, laws I feel of statistics.
2: Like. Um, I went with the Pats and
0: the over. The over. The over is gonna get you. I feel pretty confident in the under on this one.
2: Confidence.
1: You haven't won with confidence this year. True. Yeah. So I found out, because I have this theory all the time about traveling teams. Okay. The Patriots stayed in town from last week when they played the Chargers. Chargers had to go so, all
0: the way across the country.
1: Well, Patriots had to come across oh, to Los Angeles. Duh. Yeah, so the Patriots are staying in L.A.
0: Ah.
1: So time change, Cam Newton's probably all... I don't know. I guess they have no indoor clubs or bars right now. So he's hanging out at an outdoor dining facility somewhere. Dressed as Inspector Gadget. With Uh, his mask on. These defenses are both great. And the Patriots seem like they're coming on the last few weeks. So I feel the same as Josh on the under. Like I feel the, the under is definitely the strongest play. And I just don't know about the roller coaster with golf. And maybe what I'm doing as far as changing things up on my picks is go with my gut a little bit more and it's hard to bet against bill. He's just so good. I guess when it comes to defense I agree. I agree. So who do you, who do you, who do you have? You got the I'm going with the Patriots cuz I get 6 points, but I really like I really like the under on this one. So
0: So great news for all of our listeners, we are going to be adding video very soon. When 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 here in the next couple of weeks. weeks. If not the week of Christmas, the week immediately after we'll see Christmas. About Santa. Maybe that was the wish list. Yeah. Hmm. We are going to start live streaming our podcast. So I look forward to, you know, allowing all of our listeners to, you know, maybe play a part in our weekly podcast episodes. I think it's going to be pretty fun to do that. We had to purchase some equipment and we really need to give a shout out to our sponsor and, and thank him for helping us get the equipment that we needed to get this up and running online.
1: Yeah. Special shout out to the Magnucci Law Firm. So not only are they a proud sponsor of the Opposite Ends podcast, but they're also a reputable law firm here in Dallas. So if you were injured in an accident, that was not your fault. And if you've been working overtime but not getting paid for it, you need to call the McNucci Law Firm. Attorney Gus McNucci has recovered millions for his clients, and he can help you too. Call McNucci Law Firm today at 972-822-0899. One more time. 972 972-
0: Well, we don't have Tristan this week. Typically, he leads our brewery slash beer of the week segment. Um, But I think hopefully in today's episode and the next episode, Ryan and I do a good job filling in for him. So, Ryan, what do we have on the slate for today?
1: We're going with the Christmas theme this week. Good. We're going to go with uh, our good friends over in Fort Worth at Rar and Sons. They have a spiced London ale beer called Angry Santa.
0: And it is one of the best can arts I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is a interesting piece of art. We'll take a picture and we'll post it on our page for you guys to take a look at. But uh, very interesting indeed. Uh, I'm reading some of the stuff about it online and I'm really curious. I want us to taste it first. Taste it first. But I want to see if if it matches up. Well, gentlemen, are we ready?
0: Three, two, one. The greatest sound in drinking. I don't trust drinks with the word spice in it. Oh, wow. All
1: right. It 100% does what it says online. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it hits you.
1: That's interesting.
0: Man, what am I getting notes of? Um,
1: Think Christmas.
0: Yeah. Gingerbread? 100%. Oh my like gosh. gingerbread <laughs> cookie in nut. a glass.
1: Whoa. That is one. That's good. What a strong palate. I'm impressed. Thank you. You were not you. the one I would expect to have a strong palate. Douchebag. It's very strong. Ooh,
0: that is different. So we're never going to knock a beer. And I don't say that because I don't like this one. Um, but that's if you ever listen and you're wondering. Did you
1: read like, it on the side? No. It does say fresh does it say taste.
0: Um but I don't want anybody commenting ever saying, oh, y'all are always so nice to every brewery, blah, blah, blah. They must be giving you the beer for free. No, we go and we buy it. We don't have anybody sending us beer yet. Although we look forward to uh, any brewer out there that wants us to try their beers. But no, I mean, I'm never going to shit on a beer. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is a spicy gingerbread and it's not my thing. But the flavor is there. And if you like spice or gingerbread, I mean, this thing is on point. They did a solid job. I'm just, I'm a very... Basic beer drinker in general. Oh, yeah. So, flavorful beers I struggle with, but I could see myself enjoying a, a glass of this every year around Christmas time.
1: I like it. I am, uh, I'm like you a little bit in that I'm pretty picky with my beer, but I will try pretty much any type of beer at least once just to give it a shot. But it doesn't mean I'll go back to it. Yep. I like it. I think it's got a good seasonal element to it. I think if I was sitting in a, you know, I wish I was sitting in a pub somewhere or something more Christmas themed like in a bar, but I could drink it again.
0: Yeah. Well, if you read the can, it says dark ale brewed with mulling spices, notes of vanilla, cinnamon, honey, and fresh gingerbread, rich and malty. The gingerbread 100% stands out. Yeah, I don't think my palate caught anything other than, well, actually the cinnamon, because I think that's where that spice is coming from. Yeah, Um, yeah, it's a really flavorful beer.
2: This is only really Christmas-themed.
0: Yes. It it lingers. You don't drink this in 105-degree heat in Texas.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like subtle beers, and this one sits on the
1: palate.
0: This one sits, and it hits you when you drink it. I mean, if you want a powerful, bold Christmassy beer. I highly recommend no, this. It's not
1: a beer punk beer. You're no. not going to be chugging cups of this. No. It's Ma- good. Though. I like it's it. It's good. Not bad. Mm. Speaking of Christmas, Lakers, Mavs. God, like I can't wait. Future shoe superstar, maybe?
0: Super shoe star yeah. in the making? He is a superstar. According to LeBron, at least.
2: He is. Um, Quick trivia. When did Michael Jordan sign his first player, and what player was it? Oh, man.
0: Damn. Quick trivia. Can you give us the year? Give us he the year. It was in the 90s. No, give us the year.
2: Okay, 96.
0: Ken Griffith 96. Jr. No, what? It's got to be a basketball player. Basketball player.
1: Ken Griffey Jr. was for sure an Air Jordan guy.
0: No, 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 but. He's saying but who he was he a... his first. No, sorry. That he can't, was way wrong.
1: He can't be in the, he can't he play, play basketball logo. and then sign a baseball yeah. player.
0: <laughs> first player, 1996. I was surprised. I didn't know this, but go ahead. Man, that's hard. I, I don't even know if I have a guess. That was his
2: championship a, run at that time. Was he it a knew, teammate? No. He knew his impact. Carl Malone.
0: And he went to go get this player. And it's it was no way it's Carl Malone. They hated uh, each other.
1: 96. I'll give you 10 seconds. Kobe. No. No. Kobe. Well, he came in the league right? in 96. No. no but he, he wasn't Kobe then. I a don't, B, I, he's a B player. He's a B player. Oh, well, I have no idea. Ray Allen. Really? Real. He's not a B player. He's a B, he's not an A player. He wasn't at the time. He was a pretty good player at the time. Was, I think he was coming. That's L- weird, though. He was Elton, a Milwaukee guy. B
0: plus. B plus, okay. B plus player. B plus.
2: Yeah. So maybe, maybe A minus. I like that trivia. LeBron is only following footsteps after Jordan. I, 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 y'all don't yet know my opinion on LeBron yet, but I love him with all my heart. Um, he Some people's taste. He was trying to get Luca to sign on the LeBron name. I do think that's really cool. I that's, think it's really. That's a
0: huge compliment.
2: Um, I have a two part question. Who else should he sign? Who else should he sign? What okay. would be a good player let's, to let's, fit on the Let's LeBron's address that because
0: that's a. I don't think you did this justice, by the way. LeBron wanted Luka to launch his Jordan brand. I mean, his, sorry, his, his LeBron, LeBron, LeBron band brand. brand. You know, LeBron as Jumpman. This was LeBron's segue in his own brand for his own players and he wanted Luka to be the face. And I think that's huge. That's pretty dope. That's a testament to what Luka means to the game already after two years. Um, his playing ability, his superstar level fandom that's already encapsulating him here in Texas and really around the world.
2: The game, Their games are very similar. <clears throat> Not the dominant, Brunk, but their big yeah, the people. Passing, yeah. Yeah. see yes. the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Totally. I,
0: I just think it's a huge compliment. We're very lucky to have Luca here in Dallas. Um, I can't wait
1: till Lucas starts his own agency and recruits and all recruits. the players to Dallas. <laughs> I all think the Europeans are going to side with it.
0: If I'm LeBron, it's Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis doesn't have his own brand. He's never going to. Um, he's not LeBron, even though he's arguably better than LeBron is at this point. If LeBron wants to start it off in the right direction, get one of the top five players in the league that just happens to be your best friend to start wearing your... And let him be the face.
1: Who do you think, Ryan? I was taking a different approach with it. I love the question because I'm like thinking trying to think out of the box. I wasn't thinking about like a current star. Anthony Davis makes a ton of sense because it's teammate. Yeah. Obvious, obvious superstar. I was thinking like who are the young guys? And I started to think about this draft class, and I was like, Oh, Lamilla Ball. And then I go, No yeah, way can happen. No way. No. He's got big baller brand. <laughs> but I'm leaning more toward like John ja Morant. Someone like that, like freak athlete, hard player, a little bit under the radar because he's in Memphis. Like I thought about John Morant. He's uh, I just too small of a player. LeBron is LeBron is is, okay. I I like Trey Young a lot better.
0: LeBron's a grandioso player, obviously, in all facets of his life. He's not gonna start his brand off with a Ray Allen. No, not gonna happen. You
2: know where he should start it? Every all star veteran with veteran deals. That's how he's won all his championships. <laughs> so he oh should God. put his heels in and sign all those sign veterans. Sign my agency and sign, sign my Carmelo shoes. Anthony. Sign Chris Paul. They're not on veteran <laughs> deals, but they're veterans. Oh,
0: so you mean get the banana boat group in. Sign
2: yeah. them. Put them on the wrong yeah. name. Just. Any veterans that are trying to make it, get a championship and they're willing to sign a veterans deal, sign them, sign them to LeBron.
1: You team. know who I would love for him to go sign? Kyrie Irving.
0: Kyrie's too headstrong. He wants his own brand. Yeah. He thinks he's LeBron. Not going to happen.
2: Yeah, I would love that. I yeah. mean, it would be a great power move for LeBron.
0: Like you're wearing my like shoes. Here's my, my dominance over you, you said you had Kyrie. two questions.
2: Oh shoot! And um, who would you want to sign for your name?
0: Well, if your we had brand? our own brand. If you had your own brand,
2: oh, yeah. NBA uh, should it be Air NBA? Ryan's?
0: No, let's not. Let's not do this. Okay,
2: all right, all right, all right, all right. Whatever. <laughs> commit to a sport and then tell me who you would choose.
0: Okay. Ryan, I'll let you go first.
1: Uh, I'm going Air McGregor's.
0: Air McGregor's. <laughs> it's, uh, I, I should have seen that coming. You a are a Irish. Irishman through and through. Like we can't that. go anywhere <laughs> to a new city without trying to find their local Irish pub when we go on vacations oh, together. <laughs> 100%. You got one? Air McGregor's. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, this is actually really easy for me. It'd be Pat Mahomes. The dude is Tyler just a Holmes stud. he never wear Josh Conley's. Yeah, he wouldn't.
1: He'd never be dead in Josh Conley's. <laughs> no question.
0: <laughs> but it's fun to think about. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. Not only do I think he's the face of the NFL today, I think he's going to have a huge effect and long impact on the NFL over the next 20-plus years. So anybody that can hitch their name to Patrick Mahomes is going to be a winner.
2: Um, I went the fighting route. Um, really? Yeah, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Logan Paul, close. Nate Robinson. (laughs) This is up and coming fighter. I mean, he's still up and coming, but he's still dominant. Israel Adesanya. Mm. That is an obscure one.
0: How much did your wife help you on pronouncing that name? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, I practiced in the mirror last night and the night before.
0: (laughs) Dude, I I know you're not lying at all. That's awesome.
2: I would, I would, I would pick Israel Adesanya up. Okay, for sure. And he would wear my shorts because they don't wear shoes. They don't oh. ah, yeah. what about your gloves and the gloves of course okay yeah yeah i like that
1: all right you know our sponsor being law firm had a boxer on espn a few weeks ago really yeah unfortunately i don't know the name off the top of my head but uh i know he sponsored a boxer and it was pretty cool the oh, shorts that's actually
0: awesome. look really good that's cool
1: we'll see if we can get a a screenshot of that for the future can we talk about college football though
0: god what a mess
1: I mean, there's a lot going on this week. Did we
0: call it or did we call it with Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah,
1: so let's start with Michigan canceling against Ohio State because of a COVID outbreak. It's the first time since World War II that these teams have not matched up.
0: That's sad. That's so sad.
1: The Big Ten effed this thing up from the very beginning with all their scheduling and all their, their delays. Mm-hmm. They've gone as far to change their rules to get into the Big Ten Championship to allow Ohio State the opportunity to play in the championship and take over Indiana, who sitting at 7-1 could have been there. They did lose to Ohio State, but they forced... So the Big Ten put a rule in place that said, you have to win six games, or you have to play six games in order to qualify for our championship.
0: If you listen to our podcast, you'd know that from last week when we touched on it.
1: I'm very passionate about Big Ten football. I think it's a disaster. I'm very passionate about college football, but I'm especially passionate with how bad Big Ten effed up this year. And they ended well, up you going... F-
0: you feel it for the kids,
1: man. It's it's all over the place. And the SEC found a way to play. The Big 12 found a way to play. ACC, Pac-12 kind of hopped on the Big Ten coattails. Yep. But those, those conferences have all found ways to reschedule games and their outbreaks... Keep the kids healthy and safe, and somehow they're doing it with fans. Whereas the Big Ten is not allowing fans—not fans not at fans all.
0: It's just interesting. Which also,
1: like I understand it, I could get the logic
0: on on the why, but you know, but they come out today and they're like grandstanding in collaboration with the conference and the league offices. We voted to eliminate the game requirement in 2020 in a decision based on competitive analysis regardless of wins and losses
1: all right so let me ask you guys this because i'm I'm obviously very passionate as a nebraska fan with how we got treated by the media and the conference when this happened especially the the conference very beginning of the season we had a game canceled against wisconsin we asked to reschedule a non-conference game
0: in an effort
1: because we said if this happens in the future like what are you going to do what if it's ohio state and yep. then the conference said, no, we're not doing that. We're not playing any non-conference games. We're not allowing it.
0: Because it's, this week, it's Ohio State request. really could have played Texas A&M. They
1: shouldn't, but that's a different topic. It, but they could have. For
0: different reasoning. But have. that's an example of both teams weren't able to play because yeah, their opponents or, had to sit this week out.
1: Or Tulsa, who had to cancel against yep. Like any team, as long as they fall into your... Like if you're going to put conference requirements together for COVID, if the other schools are behaving within those same measurements or stricter... Then what's the issue?
0: Yeah, it's and the the conference shit on us. This they're is like, the problem, you idiots, you hicks. This is a problem with college football. There's not a. I mean, the NCAA is the overarching leadership, but they're not. I mean, every conference is their own. They only control the playoffs. I know, and that's the problem. Football, which is so weird. You need again one body from the top down making most of these important decisions. Unfortunately, it'll never be that way, but not having your power five conferences all in the same boat. It's, it's a problem.
1: Well, and there's no forfeits. So no. Like teams can cancel games, but there's no penalty. There's no for penalty it. to them.
0: It's like, so first, there's a lot of people who think Michigan did this in part to fuck Ohio well, state.
1: Yeah, and they, and they could have, Oh, for sure. They did if that. it wasn't Ohio state. <laughs> and I actually, I think the big 10 is making the right decision, which is this team has a chance to be a national champion and you're giving them an opportunity to continue to compete and have a shot at that playoff.
0: But they're only doing it because they realize the harm of not having Ohio State, their best team in their conference, in a playoff, potentially championship game, is more detrimental to them. Once again, their own fault. Money dictates everything in college football.
1: If this was Michigan State, if this was Indiana, Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska, if it was any team but. Ohio State, maybe Michigan. Michigan. I think Michigan's okay. probably Michigan's, okay. Michigan's the same. But yeah. Do they make this change? No. No. No chance.
0: Yeah. There's there's a couple other good games this week. I guess we can look forward to.
1: Yeah. Well. So it's it's interesting though when you look at the playoff, the top 16s in the in the college football playoff remain the same. It's uh, Alabama, Clemson, or Alabama, mm-hmm. Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, and then you've got A and M and Florida. A and M and Florida sitting right behind them. And out of those groups, Florida's the only team that controls their destiny because if they were to win out, if they were to beat Alabama in their conference
0: championship, they're shooing for the playoffs. They're shooing for the playoffs. So but that means Alabama's out. Does it? Or they drop Alabama to a four, kicking Clemson out.
1: If Clemson God, plays Notre Dame, like and that's what and then so
0: that's the other issue. It Right now, it looks like Notre Dame, for the first time ever, is in a conference because of COVID. They're in the ACC, so that means, uh, uh, sorry, that means Notre Dame will go up against more than likely Clemson. Yep. So Notre Dame, Clemson, two playoff teams right now, are going to go up against each other. So now, are we saying if one of they one of those teams loses? You know, let's say let's say Notre Dame loses. They already beat Clemson. Yep. So let's say they lose by one. Well, they beat Clemson by more than one in the first game. So does that mean?
1: I think they keep it.
0: You think they keep I it think the same? They will stay in, yeah. No matter who wins. If Notre Dame beats um, Clemson, Clemson has to be out. They'd be twice losing in Notre, 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 Notre Dame.
1: If Notre Dame beats Clemson, I think Clemson's probably out. But then who do you jump in? Is it 8M who didn't compete in the conference championship? Is it Florida? a and only game and left is
0: Tennessee, right? Uh, yes. That's not going to be a test. Um,
1: and then Sleeper, Big 12, Iowa State has only lost, I think, twice. They're not getting in. They just jumped Cincinnati. They're not getting in. They jumped Cincinnati this week, so they're up to number seven.
0: I think it really does come down to Florida, Alabama. I mean, if Florida can lose by one and then Notre Dame beats Clemson, I could see that happening. I don't see AM getting in. I don't think anything AM can do at this point will allow for them to get in.
1: <laughs> I don't understand all the a and like, I get why they're clamoring for Ohio State. First of all, they would get crushed by Ohio State.
0: Well, they got crushed by Alabama. But
1: secondly, why on earth would Ohio State take that game?
0: Oh, you they're, mean if they played this weekend? Yeah, they're
1: undefeated. Why would they take that yeah, game? Yeah,
0: they, they're the only ones with something to lose. Yeah. But they take it because if the Big Ten didn't change their course, Ohio State has to have one more game to prove their value. And I'm sorry. They'll
1: get two more, though. Against two. Yeah. Uh, well, they'll have the, the Big Ten championship.
0: No, not if they couldn't go is my point. Oh yeah. yeah if the Big yeah. Ten doesn't change course, sure. they needed a game this weekend, especially against a, a decent opponent. I, I don't know. This whole year has just been a wash to me when it comes to college football. I've been pretty unimpressed. Typical dominance has reigned in. I mean, Alabama looks like the most complete team in college football. They've got three number one wide receivers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of them's hurt. I mean, they may have three wide receivers drafted in the first round. I mean, it's just incredible how good of the receivers they've had. And they, they just had uh was it Jalen Rager?
1: Uh, from Alabama.
0: Wasn't he in Alabama? It was Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Cal- Calvin Ridley. No, no. After him last year, who went in the first round from Jer- Alabama? Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing the 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 talent they've had at wide
1: receiver. Receiver, running back. Defense. Damien Harris, Najee Harris.
0: What happens when you have the number one recruiting class every year? Let's go. No parody. But um, there is one game I'm looking forward to this weekend. What's that? What's that?
1: It's the best rivalry game in college football.
0: It is? It definitely is. Elton. Elton. Can you cue up me music? Elton isn't.
2: Lord have mercy. Oh, man. <laughs> our
0: our board guy dropped the ball. Wow. That's okay. Okay, hold on. This week... I'm
1: going to let you get it set up, and then I'm going to okay. run through the... Go for it. Go for this
0: week, we have patriotism against patriotism. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the games that I've looked forward to every year growing up as a kid. And Elton dropped the ball. It's like
2: he—he's—he's
0: oh, he's gonna get court-martialed. He's not in the—he's not in the military. But Elton, you just earned a court-martial.
2: Okay. Oh, see, it would have played right now, but you got to deal with commercials. So, damn. Kind of. We
1: need to get. To, can we're, we're not gonna, gonna sponsor save the game? for Elton's YouTube subscription. <laughs> is there a way I'm to? Is there
0: a way to pay for YouTube where you don't get commercials? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. All right. Army is favored by seven points, with an over/under of 38 against Navy. It's a two o'clock central start time on CBS. This is one of the best rivalry games in college football. I actually think it's the best rivalry game. It doesn't matter if they're superstar teams. It's the pomp and circumstance. It's the president doing the coin toss every couple years.
0: It's It's the the neutral field
1: in the neutral field element. It's an awesome game. Been played.
0: And no matter how much they hate each other, after the game, they hold their heads high and they realize that the guys on the other side of the field are going to be their brothers for the next four years because they go and serve. And I think that's a pretty cool rivalry. It's awesome. The game
1: started in 1890. They played every year since 1930. It's been 90 years consecutively for these two teams. And there is a huge mutual respect amongst Army, Navy, slowly getting in there as Air Force. They just don't have a long-term history because yeah, they they're a newer time. division.
0: It's a, it's a great game, whether you bet on it or whether you really know much about either team. I mean, I'll be honest. I don't know a whole, whole, whole lot about them. Oh, I
1: know nothing about this game. Well, I know a little bit about the game, but not to the point where I'm like, oh, I know so much. I'm so confident with this play. I just, I like the game. I love the, it's on, it's on my bucket list 100%. Yeah. It's the last game in the Commander's Chief cup trophy series yeah yeah, between army navy air force
0: if you've ever seen any of the campuses in our military the military schools you know what i'm talking about but air force academy in colorado springs the army academy which is known as west point and the naval academy known as annapolis those three campuses are just awe-inspiring they're impressive the history the nostalgia that floats around their campuses and just the the sheer fact that you've got people that have dedicated their whole life after college to serving. I think it's just an incredible accomplishment for these kids to play a sport there and to play in this game. To help make your picks, I've got a couple interesting uh, stats on this game. This is going to be the first Army Navy game that's going to be held at a non neutral site since 1943. The game's going to West Point this year. Typically, they've played most frequently at um, Philadelphia and Lincoln Annapolis, Financial right? Field, and then Annapolis. Not Annapolis. Is no, it, uh, the Reds, or excuse me, part Washington of the, Football Team. The football Team yeah. Stadium. <laughs> uh, Navy defeated the Army last year, thirty-one to seven. Yeah. So maybe a little recency bias if you think you want to take the points with Navy. Um, here's the fun. This is a fun stat here. These next two. Because it just proves there's always a stat to support your argument. If you think Army's going to win, you're going to love this. Out of the last five head to head matchups, Army has won three out of the five. They're three and two. Okay. However, if you want Navy to win, out of the last 10 head to head matchups, Navy's won seven. Selective stats. Selective stats. So um, it's going to be a really good matchup. Again, Army is favored by seven points, full touchdown. In college football, that's not a whole lot, but in the over-under set at 38, that's pretty significant. I've
1: got another stat for you related to that last point.
0: Since 2005,
1: games involving two out of the three service academy teams have gone 36-9-1 and one to the under. Wow. And the Army-Navy oh. matchup specifically, 14-1 and one to the under.
0: Well, you know what that means.
1: Oh, I definitely know what that means. Give me the over.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to take Army in this one. Like I said, I don't know a whole lot about this matchup, but the fact that Army's at home, that is a big deal. West Point is probably the most prestigious of the three schools. That means something in this game. I'll take Army even at seven-point favorite, but I'm taking the over in spite of that overwhelming statistic.
1: I mean, these are two teams that run the triple option, they're well-disciplined. They know how to defend the, that offense. I'm going to go Navy because it's seven points, and the under is 38, so I'm going to take the under. And I just think it's going to be a fun, close game, but there's going to be a lot of running and a lot of clock running.
2: I've got the Army and the under. Thank you to the Cup. I love that stat. The Army. Thank you to the Cup. Oh, yes, yes. Thank, thanks to the Cup because I didn't choose that. But
0: um, the Red stats really cup.
1: both stats
0: helped my case. Let's have a party. No, no, no. no That's, singing. Let's, let's not sing. have a party. Okay. We
1: can sing uh, Christmas jingles, though.
0: Can we? Because I think this is going to be my favorite segment of the year coming up.
1: It's pretty close already.
0: Well, if you followed last week or maybe you follow any of our five social media accounts between our individual accounts and our opposite ends, Instagram, you may have noticed that we are doing a best Christmas movie of all time playoff bracket. Um, last week I mentioned a lot of the lists out there online aren't very great, so we decided to take it upon ourselves to fix everything that is wrong about 2020. We're going to put COVID in the rearview mirror, and we're going to do that by f- deciding once and for all the best Christmas movie of all time. So last in 2020. So last week we did the first round, which we called the round of sixteen. And there won, there wasn't a whole lot of surprises. I think um, the first controversy obviously was which non-Christmas Christmas movie was going to get in as a playoff between Nightmare Before Christmas and Die Hard. And Die Hard won in a pretty close race. Yeah, it so was closer than I thought it'd be. They came in as a Since four seed. A movie, uh, and I'm just going to go over some of the um, upsets maybe. And then I'm going to go over some of the, the decisive wins. Um, Christmas story beat out Jingle all the way. It was a lot was closer, closer than, than I expect- was going to think
1: for a movie that has an entire day dedicated to it on TNT and TBS. Like I did Constantly. not expect
0: Jingle all the way Arnold Schwarzenegger, oh, Sinbad, terrible movie. Sinbad, It's a terrible movie. <laughs> uh, Christmas story won uh, against Jingle all the way. And then I saw this coming, the Grinch, Absolutely obliterated! Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street.
1: See, I think that's where, and maybe it's a listener thing. Like our listeners are, sure. obviously,
0: are not like we know eighteen we to forty one age demographic. Like we
1: knew who <laughs> Tristan's <laughs> listeners were, and we knew who ours were. Yeah, because I love the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. I think it's a classic.
0: It is a great Christmas movie. It's a
1: great Christmas movie, and it got shellacked <laughs> by uh, the Grinch. Grinch stole
0: Christmas. You know, another lacking was The Elf. The oh Elf destroyed White Christmas. We actually had one listener that was pretty upset. They were a Bing Crosby fan. They yes. thought we did not do White Christmas enough justice in this bracket, but Elf's Elf's one of my top Christmas movies of all time. It's such a classic already. I mean, it just, it hits on all the right notes. So I wasn't shocked by Elf winning. Maybe I was shocked by how one-sided it was. Uh, probably the most fun matchup in our bracket was Bad Santa against Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer.
1: Yeah, this was closer than I thought.
0: Yeah, a lot closer. But it was so different. You have a child classic going yeah. up against a adults-only yes. <laughs> Christmas movie. It's not fair. I mean, I get it, guys. I Listen, there's no perfect bracket. So... Please, ours feel free. Is, ours is pretty darn close. It's pretty darn it's close. Really feel close. free to let us know. You know how you would have done it differently, and, and maybe we'll go with your bracket next time. But um, on the opposite side of the bracket, we had again uh, Die Hard yeah. as a number four seed going up against It's a Wonderful Life. Our first
1: major upset.
0: This was the biggest upset in the bracket. A four seed taking over and a it one was seed. Close. It was extremely close.
1: I think it's because a lot of people haven't actually seen It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. I Absolutely. really do think that's a big part of it. Have you Every seen
0: it? time a bell rings. Angel gets its wings. Whoa!
1: Have you seen it? Yes. Elden,
0: obviously not. So no. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it was really close. When I say it was really close, out of fifty-six votes, Die Hard won by three. For you? No total counting your votes. Oh, I thought that was pretty close. Um, and then Home Alone went up against A Christmas Carol and Scrooge. Um, it wasn't close. Oh, uh, this was one of the biggest. Uh, differences Christmas
1: Carol's a classic. I couldn't believe he got, I mean, just Dom,
0: Again, another pick. movie. Most people haven't seen. And Home there's Alone so many versions of a Christmas Carol. Um,
1: yeah, is it The shitty Jim Carrey
0: version. You cartoony? got the, the, is
1: it the, the McDuck one? The
0: McDuck one. Then you've got a couple of like old school yeah, versions. Like OG one. Yeah. You know, Home Alone could easily have been a one seed. So it's no surprise that that's your sleeper. It pick. probably
1: should have been a one seed yeah. over yeah. elf.
0: Ooh, that's a good debate to have.
1: I guess we'll see. They're we'll on see. opposite sides of the bracket.
0: It'll be good to see. Uh, and then in the last uh, some, uh, miniature bracket within the bracket, we had Christmas Vacation going up against Polar Express. Um, Decent, I didn't. Decently close, I guess. I, I wasn't surprised. Christmas Vacation for me is my all time favorite. And that's how you know I'm going to vote on that one. And then Santa Claus went up against a Charlie Brown Christmas. Um, not very close again. I think we had a lot of younger people that have recency bias yeah, Went with Tim sure. Allen, Santa Claus, which is a good classic I think Christmas movie. Tim Allen. Yeah. What? I think people just don't like Tim Allen. That could be it too. Or
1: contracts, uh, which is, <laughs> if you know, what to think about the movie it's.
0: So anyway, we really look forward to this next round of eight and we really encourage all of our listeners to go on and vote. We have four really good matchups. We've got a Christmas story going up against How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I want
1: like, that March Madness music in the background as it really <laughs> reveal the, the bracketology. Thanks for the late notes. No, yeah. there was no heads up at all.
0: Then Dang. we've got The Elf against Bad Santa. And I'm telling you all right now, that might be a lot closer than we think. Now, there's a oh, lot Elf of Bad gonna, Santa fans out there. about that passionate fan just base. Just that passionate, nostalgic, you know, just go against the grain.
1: Those are new school movies.
0: Then we've got Die Hard against Home Alone. Home Alone's going to whoop it. Both, same time era. So again, we've got a really good matchup there. Um, I'm really interested to see how that one goes because this will really tell how many people really think Die Hard's a Christmas movie and how many people don't. Um, And then in the final matchup, we've got Christmas Vacation against Santa Claus. So the Santa Santa Claus. I'm excited. I really don't know how this is going to shake out at this point. I could have probably gotten most of the first round accurately picked this next round. I have no clue. So yeah, I
1: don't know, man. I'm, I'm torn on it. Uh, I do think home alone is a sleeper for the, for the all time winner.
0: Yeah. I think Christmas vacations. I mean, they're all at this point, eight movies. They're all very strong. Elton, do you have a, maybe a prediction for everybody? No,
2: I'm not a Christmas movie guy. Of these eight, how many have you seen? Um, Elf. Elf. Elf, Home Alone, Elf is it? Home Alone one. I you, didn't see the others. Really? Yeah. Uh, the others. Christmas were. Vacation. No, dude. Oh, my gosh. oh we gotta we need watch to give
1: it. Elton homework. For yeah, Elton.
0: Before next week, okay. You need to go on. and You need to watch all these that you haven't. Most of them are pretty quick. All right, um, Ooh, all of them back to back. You're not going to be disappointed, but that is your homework for next week, and you're going to come in, and I can't wait for I'm your have opinions. Have a Christmas
2: spirit. I'm have Santa out. You're going to
0: come in with bells on yeah. your on your sweater.
2: Josh probably has a
1: couple copies of the DVD in here. Yeah, somewhere I've got every
0: movie on Blu-ray. You Post let me VHS. know. I'll send them to you. <laughs> so anyway, really excited for the opposite ends best Christmas movie of all time playoff bracket. We are in the round of eight. Go and vote. We'll do a different poll each day leading up to next week's podcast. Uh, so keep a lookout for those posts, uh, but we'll be posting the updated bracket here pretty soon.
1: So are we running one matchup a day? Yeah. Is that how we're going to do it? Yep.
0: One matchup a day.
1: Individual pages or are we gonna send everyone to opposite ends. How are we? I
0: think we're gonna do individual pages and opposite ends. We need to, we Stuff need to get this balance. out there. Yep. Um, if you go on there, feel free to vote as many times as you want on each page. I'm not going to stop you. Um, we really want engagement on this one because we need you, the fans. To decide. To, to vote decide for Elf. No? <laughs> the only movie, <laughs> that, only movie that Elton's seen. So anyway, <laughs> can't wait for that. Um, we look forward to updating everybody with how the round of eight went next week. And just stay tuned. I think it's going to be a, a segment that we've looked back on as one of our favorites.
1: I feel like Vern Lundquist. Like, I'm just sitting here all excited about March Madness, but it's like, Christmas madness.
0: (laughs) Christmas madness.
1: Maybe that's what we need to name it.
0: Christmas madness. I like that. Well, hey, listen, uh, this has been a really fun episode. Um, If you have your thoughts, have any criticism, any shout outs, please let us know. We do appreciate all the feedback that we've been getting so far. Uh, Stay tuned for our next episode as we're going to go all in on the NFL. Uh, Really um, good slate of games. We've got four matchups that we're going to go pretty deep into. So uh, stay tuned for that. Click subscribe, and um, we love y'all. Hey, I'm Josh. I'm Ryan. I'm Elton. Y'all have a good night.
2: Merry Christmas.